Jesus House, in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. and glory there is no one like you heavenly father you're worthy to be praised we glorify your name O oh God have your way O oh God we yield ourselves to you O oh God have your way O oh God name. Amen and Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, before we, before we go into prayer, um, I, I would just, I feel a, uh, I feel a strong prompting to ask for people who will become watchmen over their cities and their nations. The world needs desperately, desperately a Holy Ghost revival. Desperately. If we don't get the revival in the nations, then the nations have literally gone to the dogs. And I am certain that it is God's plan for there to be a revival in the nations. There has to be certainly one more move of God in the nations that will sweep multitudes into the kingdom of God. But it's not going to happen if we don't play our parts. And as I thought about this, I thought one of the big challenges must surely be that deep in our hearts, we don't really feel that we can make a difference. Each person doesn't feel that they count. Because if we knew we counted, then maybe we would throw ourselves more into giving ourselves to the place of prayer, to living right so that God can hear our prayers and pour out His Spirit. I feel it's our responsibility. We've declared 2 Chronicles 7.14 for close to a year at 7.14 in the morning and 7.14 in the evening. And that scripture says, If my people... That's what God says. If my people, it is his people he looks to. He understands that the rest of the people are unregenerated, at least as of this time. 
they don't have the Spirit of God in them. And so it's not their responsibility. But he turns to you and I and says, If you will, if my people, if we will humble ourselves, if we will pray, if we will seek his face and turn from our wicked ways, then he gives us his own promise. Then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. The truth is that it takes just one person. One person. That's why it's not impossible. One person who will say, Lord, I want to commit myself for this city, this town, this nation. I want to give myself. When he was speaking to the children of Israel in Ezekiel 29, 30 and 31, he says, The people of the land have, have used oppressions, committed robbery, and mistreated the poor and needy. And they wrongfully oppressed the stranger. This is what God says. Because they had done wrong, they had sinned, they had transgressed the law of God. Immorality was rife. Rebellion was rife in the land. Sin was normal. Their hearts had hardened. There was injustice, violence. He says, because of that, what was God's response? He says, So I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of that land that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. Because things were the way they were, the way they are in our time, God is saying, I'm looking for a man or a woman who will stand in the gap that this land might not be destroyed. May God not say he, he didn't find any. May you be the one that God says he found. Because otherwise he must pour out his indignation consumed with the fire of his wrath recompense their deeds upon their own heads and believe me God will always search for those that he will set as watchmen over a city, a town a village, a nation Isaiah 62 verses 6 to 7 I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. We have our own Jerusalem. Where God has planted you is your Jerusalem. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day and night. You make mention, you who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent. That's God saying to you. If you're if you're the watchman, if you accept this call, if you have this burden, then he says. Don't hold your peace day and night. He says, you make mention of the Lord, don't keep silent. 
Give him no rest till he establishes and he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. I hope someone will get a burden for your nation, a burden for the nations of the world. You know, I'm always challenged by the story of, of John Knox, who would pray and the Queen of Scotland would declare at the time when Scotland was at war with England that she fears the prayers of one man more than the mighty armies of England. She understood that that man on his knees wielded more power than the armies of England. So I just want to encourage us. We need a Holy Ghost revival. I pray that we will be able to give ourselves to it. In Jesus' name, Amen. Our first prayer point, and today we're praying for the nations. And I'd like you to pick three nations to pray for. Your nation, any other nation that God lays on your heart or that is dear to your heart, and then a third nation from the 50 nations that are on the Open Doors watch list for persecuted countries where Christians are persecuted. Can you do that, please? Wherever you are online, three nations. I want those nations at the forefront of your mind. So, your nation, any other nation that is dear to your heart or that God lays on your heart, and a nation where you know that brothers and sisters are being persecuted for their faith. And to guide you, all you have to do is Google the Open Doors, open doors watch list. You've got 50 nations there. I, 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 I think I know most of the, the 50. There are nations you know. Turkey, China, North Korea, Kenya, Somalia, Nigeria, India, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Yemen, Iran, Iraq, the list goes on. There are 50 of them. You want to pick one of those. Hallelujah. Now, those of you who are here, you, you're going to be my, so that I know I'm going to use you. So have you picked all the, your three nations here? Yes. Let's see your hands if you've got your three nations. Hallelujah. Amen. So our first prayer point, Nehemiah, the first chapter, verses three and four. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down and its gates are burned with fire. So it was. When I heard these words, that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days, I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. The first prayer point is concerning you. This assignment that I'm calling you to cannot be discharged without a burden in your heart. You will do it for two or three days and then it will be life going back to normal. 
But if the Lord supernaturally puts a burden in your heart, that burden will take over your life. You will find yourself constantly standing on those walls, giving God no rest day and night until he does what he says he will do for the nation and the nation. So the first thing I want you to ask God is, God, transfer your burden for the nations into my heart. Let me feel how you feel when you look down on this earth and see those that you love in such abominations and transgressions and sin and rebellion. When you see the nations destroying themselves, when you see wickedness thriving, how you feel in your heart, Lord, put it in my heart. If you pray that prayer from the bottom of your heart, something will happen to you. And you will suddenly start to feel like God feels concerning the nations. Go on, will you pray that prayer from the bottom of your heart? Because you see, it says about Nehemiah that when he heard the news, life didn't continue like normal. He could not continue like normal. He says, when I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Sweet spirit of the living God, come and do a supernatural work in our hearts. Put a burden on our hearts, Holy Spirit. A burden for what the Lord has a burden for, for the nations. A burden for the souls, the multitudes that are going to hell if they don't come to know Christ. A burden when we see what is going on in the nations. A burden when we hear the news, Heavenly Father. Let it no longer be normal for us to just gloss over the things that are happening. Do something supernatural and put a burden in my heart. Go and cry out to cry out to God for that burden. Put a burden in my heart, Heavenly Father. Put a burden in my heart. Put a burden in my heart. Oh God of mercy, A burden, oh God, Father, do a work, oh God, and put a burden in my heart, oh God. Father, we thank you, O God. Lord, we bless you. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. Amen. If you turn your Bibles to Psalm, Psalms 2, if you have the Passion Translation, we're going to pray through these scriptures concerning the nations. And you're praying for those three nations especially. 
You're focused on them. How dare the nations plan a rebellion? Their foolish plots are futile. Look at how the power brokers of the world rise up to hold their summit. As the rulers scheme and confer together against Yahweh and against his anointed, anointed king. Saying, let's come together and break away from the creator. Once and for all, let's cast off these controlling chains of God and his Christ. God en enthroned merely laughs at them. The sovereign one mocks their madness. Then with the fierceness of his fiery anger, he settles the issue and terrifies them to death with these words. I myself have poured out my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will reveal the eternal purpose of God, for he has decreed over me. You are my favored son, and as your father, I have crowned you as my king eternal. Today I became your father. Ask me to give you the nations and I will do it. And they shall become your legacy. Your domain will stretch to the ends of the earth and you will shepherd them with unlimited authority, crushing their rebellion as an iron rod smashes jars of clay. We're going to pray that, those scriptures. We're saying, Heavenly Father, we're asking this day on the back of your word that you will give the nations to your son as his inheritance, his legacy. We're asking that you look down at the rebellion and the rebellious hearts in the nations. The people plan, plan futile things. Their leaders gather together in rebellion. They try to throw off, oh God, your light yoke that you have put on the nations. We're saying, Heavenly Father, arise, oh God, from your rest. We're saying, scatter your enemies in the nation. We are saying, you enthrone your son Jesus as Lord. We are saying, frustrate all the plans of the enemy. We are saying, Heavenly Father, we stand in the gap. If you're looking for one to stand, we stand in the gap. And we say, Lord, let these nations not be destroyed. We are asking, Father, instead that multitudes come to know Christ. Holy Spirit, we are saying that you break out over the nations. Go on, will you join me, brothers and sisters, and begin to pray for that, those nations, that God will do something. Don't think your prayers are in vain. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person is dynamic in working in his, in his power. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much, releases dynamic power to work. And so, Father, we stand in the gap. Name by name, we lift up these nations, O God. We say, Heavenly Father, enthrone your Son as King, O God, in these nations, O God. Let His dominion stretch over these nations, Heavenly Father. O God of mercy, O God. We ask, O God, Father, that you settle the issue. You terrify those who stand against you. You enthrone your Son, O God, Father. We ask, O God, that you laugh, O God, at the futility, O God, of their efforts without you, O God. Father, hear our cry, O God. We stand in the gap, Heavenly Father, O God of mercy. O God of mercy. Father, we are jealous for you, O God. Father, we stand, O God, in the gap and we say, Father, have mercy, mercy, O God. Holy Spirit, 
move in the nations, O oh God. Break out in the nations. Bring conviction to the hearts, O oh God, of those who don't know our Lord and Savior. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you will do something, O oh God. Yes, we call unto you. Show us great and mighty things in these nations, O oh God. Show us great and mighty things in these nations, O oh God. Father, we thank you, O God. Lord, we bless you. We glorify your name, O God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Now, we want to pray for the leaders of the nations. The leaders, not just the leader, but the leaders. Now, wouldn't it be, wouldn't we just explode with joy when we start to hear that so-and-so gave their life, so-and-so met the Lord, so-and-so met the Lord. For us here in the United Kingdom, we start to hear that a revival kicked off in Downing Street. We hear that so many MPs are coming to know the Lord. In the House of Lords, they are, they are, they are praying morning and evening. Wouldn't, wouldn't that just be a cause, cause for joy? And can God do it? He can. One Timothy 2 verses 1 to 4. First Timothy 2 verses 1 to 4. Most of all, I'm writing to encourage you to pray with gratitude to God. Pray for all men with all forms of prayers and requests as you intercede with intense passion. And pray for every political leader and representative so that we would be able to live tranquil, undisturbed lives as we worship the awe-inspiring God with pure hearts. It is pleasing to our Savior God to pray for them. What we're doing touches God's heart. It is pleasing to God. The challenge is that the church does not pray enough for these leaders. He longs for everyone to embrace his life and return to the full knowledge of the truth. And so, Father... We do what is pleasing to you. We pray for the leaders of these nations, O oh God. You long for them, O oh God, to turn and embrace the truth. And Father, we raise an altar in this place concerning this matter. Over the nations that you have placed on our hearts. That Father, from this simple prayer, we will hear stories of conversions in those places, O oh God. That spirit of the living God that brings conviction to those who don't know our Lord and Savior. That you will be released in these nations amongst the leaders to convict them of sin and cause them to turn back to our Heavenly Father. Will you pray with me concerning those nations? Can your faith rise? Can your faith rise to believe that, that, that you, will, they, you will hear a, a story? That social media will talk about it. Somebody will tell you about it. That even tonight, someone will have a visitation from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Will you join your prayers to believe that the Spirit of God will go out 
as you have prayed and bring conviction amongst those leaders. Do you know that some of them are closer than you think? Do you know that someone has already preached to one of them? The seed has been sowed, but it's time for the harvest. Will you lift your voice and declare that, Lord, salvation in the nations, salvation amongst the leaders. O oh God of mercy, Maleste, Manabanda, Father, you long for them to embrace your life, your son's life, and return to the full knowledge of the truth, O oh God. Father, visit the nation, the leaders of the nations, O oh God. Visit them, O oh God. Malebro Koloboshte, Kendilabrosi, Kandalabashte, Mandelebro Kulaba. Father, we ask for the souls, the souls, the souls of these leaders, O oh God. O oh God, will you hear our cry, O oh God? Father, we build altars in this nation, O God, upon which we cry out for the souls, the souls of God. Father, we come against the God of this world who has blinded their eyes. And we declare, Father, that in the name of Jesus, they are set free, O God, to know you. Father, we thank you and we bless you, O God. We give you praise, O God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Father, we bless you. Hallelujah. 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 How many, how many believe that of a truth God is omnipotent? No, 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 no. I'm I'm just saying. It's not in your head, but in your heart, in your spirit, you know that God is omnipotent. That means that you agree with me that with God, nothing is impossible. You agree that as God says, is anything too hard for me? Now, if you agree, will you pray this next prayer point with me from, from the depths of your being? For all the nations that you're praying for, especially that, that, that one where Christians are being persecuted for their faith. Proverbs 21 verse 1. Proverbs 21 verse 1. The Bible says, the king's heart, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. What's our prayer point? Lord, turn the hearts of the leaders of these nations. Turn their hearts. Turn their hearts to what you want, where you want to turn it. No matter how hard and hardened their hearts are, by faith tonight, a group of people who are praying and fasting are saying, Lord, for the sake of your kingdom, Turn their hearts. Will you pray with me? Father, we just thank you. Lord, of a truth, all power belongs to you. You can do exactly as you please. You sit in heaven and you rule in the affairs of men. You purpose a thing and it surely must come to pass. Who can stand against you? Who can withstand your cancer? Father, the hearts of the king are in your hands, O oh God. And you turn them whichever way you please, Heavenly Father. 
And so, Father, we bring the leaders of these nations before you, O God. We are saying, Lord, you will turn their hearts, O God, in the direction that you desire. Turn their hearts, O God, Father, to favor, O God, your children. Turn their hearts, O God, to line up with your own agenda. Turn their hearts, O God. Father, we say, turn it, turn it, turn it to glorify your name, O God. Father, tonight, turn their hearts, O God. Turn their hearts, O God. Turn their hearts, Father. We thank you, God. We bless you, Heavenly Father. Now, part of the challenge with a lot of the leaders in these nations is that that's what power does to you. It intoxicates you. Just the fact that you have all this power. You can get intoxicated, carried away. Pride sets in. But we want to say, Lord, what you did that brought the proudest of all leaders that I know, Nebuchadnezzar, to his knees. I don't think as bad as they are, including the, including the, the, the leader of North Korea. In all they are being puffed up, I don't think anyone has reached Nebuchadnezzar's level. But this is what the Bible says. By the time God had finished with him, the same man that built an 80-foot image of himself and commanded everyone to worship him. By the time God had dealt with him, he testifies with his own mouth. Daniel, the fourth chapter, verses 34, 35, and 37. And at the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my understanding returned to me. And I blessed the Most High and praised and honored Him who lives forever. For His dominion is an everlasting dominion and His kingdom is from generation to generation. This is Nebuchadnezzar speaking. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't Isaiah or Jeremiah. This is Nebuchadnezzar speaking. All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. He does according to his will in the army of the heaven. And among the inhabitants of the earth, no one can restrain his hand or say to him, what have you done? Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, all of whose works are truth and his ways justice. And those who walk in pride, he is able to put down. That is an, an amazing thing. And so we're saying, Lord, if you could do that to Nebuchadnezzar, all these leaders who are walking around in arrogance and in pride, who are abusing the trust, who are taking advantage of the people, who are colluding 
to oppress your church. We are saying, Heavenly Father, what you did to Nebuchadnezzar, do to them. Can somebody join me with that prayer? We want to say, Lord, humble them. You resist the proud, Father. We are saying, resist them. Let them know, like Nebuchadnezzar, that there's a God in heaven who rules in the affairs of men. Humble them, Heavenly Father. Lord, may their pride nauseate you in heaven. And may you decide enough is enough, O oh God. Humble them, Heavenly Father. Humble them, O oh God. Humble them for thinking that you cannot, O oh God. Father, we say humble them, O oh God. Let them praise you the way Nebuchadnezzar did. Humble them, O oh God. Male brokuraye. Jeke lebre kerimanda brokustolobo jekeke. Bazote lebrunda kalebro korobo jeke keriende. Jande lebro korobo jokulaye ke keriende brokustolobosto. Mande lebro korobo jaka kariara bosto. Father, humble them. Humble them. Humble them. Go on. Declare. Father, humble them. Humble them. Humble them out of their arrogance. Humble them, O oh God. Humble them, O oh God. Show that there is a God in heaven who rules in the affairs of men. Father, we just thank you and we bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Great in battle. Our last prayer point. And we'll continue praying for the nations. We'll pray a bit more for the nations probably tomorrow or the day after. But this last prayer point about the leaders. You know, part of the challenge, as you well know, how these things work, is that there are some who are there as agents of the enemy. Some know that they are agents. Some don't know, but are agents. And they are polluting what is done there giving wrong counsel, manipulating things. This is what we want to do in the few minutes we have left. Ezekiel 11 verses 1 to 4. Then the Spirit lifted me and brought me to the east gateway of the Lord's temple where I saw 25 prominent men of the city. Among them were Jezaniah, son of Azar, and Pelatiah, son of Benaiah, who were leaders among the people. The Spirit said to me, Son of man, these are the men who are planning evil and giving wicked counsel in this city. They say to the people, Is it not a good time to build houses? This city is like an iron pot. We are safe inside like meat in a pot. Therefore, son of man, prophesy against them loudly and clearly that's all we have to do prophesy against them loudly and clearly go and lift your voice and begin to prophesy against them loudly and clearly what is your prophecy father i prophesy that their time of giving wrong counsel has come to an end i prophesy that by the wind of the spirit they are uprooted i prophesy that if they don't change their ways that they are brought to shame I prophesy that father if they continue to bring cause evil and wickedness to thrive 
that they are judged fiercely by you. I prophesy confusion into their counsel. I prophesy that our leaders will not listen to them. I prophesy that they are exposed and they are exposed as if they are naked before everyone's eye. I prophesy that, Father, they are, whatever they are planning on is uprooted. I prophesy that, Father, you arise, O God, and stand against them. I prophesy that your fist, Father, is raised against them. I prophesy an end to their negative counsel, an end to their negative talk. I prophesy that their wickedness has come to an end. Their evil is exposed. I prophesy, Father, that what they intended has failed. I prophesy that a new day and a new destiny has come for the nations. I prophesy that the new is birthed in the nations. I prophesy that as their counsel has failed, good counselors are raised up. I prophesy, Heavenly Father, that light has come into the darkness. I prophesy over the nations that the plan of the enemy has failed. I prophesy that the multitudes come to know Christ. I prophesy that as your spirit is poured out, righteousness springs forth. I prophesy, Heavenly Father, that those who didn't know them suddenly know who they are. The same way, Father, that you exposed them, O oh God, to Ezekiel by name. I prophesy that they are exposed by their names. I prophesy, Father, that if they don't repent, that they will pay for what they have done. I prophesy, Heavenly Father, that no plan of theirs shall come to pass. Father, thank you, O oh God, for that spirit of prophecy. It will happen as we have spoken, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, and together we all say, Amen, Amen, Amen. If you believe that God has heard your prayers, then why don't you spend a, a minute or so and thank God, thank God. If you believe, if you believe that what you prayed, you will hear the testimony of it. Go on, thank God. Father, we thank you, God. We bless you. We bless your holy name, O oh God. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Heavenly Father. The nations shall come to know your Son, Jesus Christ. We bless you, O God. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you as you give. If you're led to give, um, they'll, they'll, they'll put all the ways on the screen that we can do that. May God continue to bless you as you sow your seed, as you sow your prayers. Look, look forward to seeing you tomorrow at 7.30 if you're here uh, on any of our platforms at 6 a.m. on our prayer platform. And please remember, stay in the place of prayer. What you do in the secret place will be rewarded openly. And may God strengthen you as you press in. Uh, this is day 15. You've done well. Uh, we're close to the halfway mark. Close to the halfway mark. And may his spirit strengthen you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.